This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get too far down the words, can we go back to the original question that you talked about, things people think are overrated? Are you things oh, that you yeah. think convinced uh, that people yeah, don't actually what, like? What's something you're convinced people are pretending to like? Other I don't. People. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know cool. anybody who actually likes the television show Suits and watches it. I've never seen it. Here's the thing: people are losing their minds about this show right now. I watched an episode with my mom yesterday. I got 12 minutes in and went, "I got. I can't watch this. This is unbearable." She's never like, seen hey, it. "I love it. Everybody loves it." Beverly loves it. Yeah, I don't get it. Tevin loves it. Don't get it. Tevin. Tevin loves suits. Oh, the other day, I was like, come in more often, but not now. <laughs> I was like, the other day, I was like, Tevin, what are you watching? And he's like, suits. And I was like, suits? I was like, well, how old are you? Yeah. See, what? I'm sorry, but that woman is a beautiful woman, but her personality is so horseshit, she's hideous. Is she good in the show, though? I don't really care. I've never seen the show. I'm um, just saying, I mean, if you're that big an asshole, I don't care how pretty you are, you're hideous. I'm sorry, there's just a part of me that can't go back. Like to a suits era. Like I'm not in no. my. I'm not going to revert. It feels like reversion or um, de-evolving in TV. Like mm-hmm. the scripted lawyer show. I'm fine. Come on, watch Dragnet where they say things like, <laughs> "I went down to the park. I had to arrest a couple of Negroes." <laughs> they, yeah. they say that on that show. It's like, what? See another word that would be really <laughs> weird to just casually use in your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. Negro. Yeah. I like, haven't Not heard great. that in a while. I'm Not throwing great. Dragnet on the list of things because usually when we sit in green rooms in between shows, we watch old shows. Oh, yeah. you gotta. Dragnet's gotta be on the list. You gotta. Yeah. Absolutely. You watch, you watch Harry Morgan as a sidekick in that movie. That's where he was, the yep. last sidekick. Sure. And it's yeah. so different from from uh, the MASH character he played. It's just... Oh, Tom, what is like a food that you think... Why? There's no way everyone likes that as much as they're saying. Um, God, that's a good question because there got to be some things I, I eat them and I go, people like this yeah. really. <laughs> God, what would it be? Do you have one? Well, mine is definitely black licorice. Oh, that's right, black. Licorice. I know Chris Eggert feels passionate that nobody actually likes Brussels sprouts, but I like. I Brussels love Brussels sprouts. Same I'll eat them. Got to yep. be honest. What um, else you guys got? Anyone? Anything guys? that isn't red meat for me is pretty much. How can people eat this? Just why even bother? <laughs> what about licorice and, and red meat? Well, look at me. I mean, you... <laughs> oh, trust Sizable. me. There's got to be some potatoes in that diet. Oh yeah. Oh, oh well. God. I just mean like, why be meat delicious. and potatoes? Yeah. But red okay. meat and potatoes. Here, we're gonna click on this. So these are the top things that people. God, I can't get my glasses on. You got a lot going on in your face. It's just too much stuff. It's too much face in the way. (laughs) Too much face. Too much face. What's something you convinced other people are just pretending to like, maybe to look cool or be trendy? Someone asked people on social media. Here are a few you may or may not agree with. I'm going to go to the bottom and go up there. Well, there are 15 of them, but I'm going to bust through them very quickly. Lobster. How would you not like lobster? Lobster's so good. Mm-hmm. It's one is, of the, yeah. is lobster good, though, without butter? You go to Bar La Grasse and have the soft eggs and the lobster and tell me you don't like it because will, you're mentally ill I will like never that. do that. Oh, it's good. I would love to tell you that it's delicious. Is lobster great or is it just a really good vessel for butter? Nope, it's great because okay, lobster roll, like in Florida, if yeah. you have a sandwich, a lobster roll sandwich, my God, it's still... It's but so the good. one I had in Boston was the best I've ever had because I think the lobster crawled out of the water and into the bun. <laughs> it, was like, it was that fresh, it was like, man. It's my Whoa. shift. He was like, goodbye, wife and yeah, children. Gotta go. My shift at the restaurant. 
that was so fresh. And I said, where'd you get this? He goes, right there. Points out the window. It's like, oh, Dang, okay. you're all, you every time you talk about lobster rolls, I want to uh, murder you because love it's nine sixteen, and I would destroy a lobster roll. Okay, so we've got lobster. Being a parent, you'd never give it up, but do you actually... Yes, I love being a parent. There are times where I go, why did I do this? There, there, there were moments when the kids were young. Like, yeah. she's teething, but then it takes just one little smile, and I go, fine, I'll watch you for 18 years. <laughs> like, fine. But like, It'll be longer than 18 years, trust um, me, Britt. But yeah, those 4 a.m. wake-ups from like 4 to 6 where she's just screaming, yeah, I'm it's like... Different. Oh. Okay, clubs, once you're over the age of 35. I was never a club guy anyway. It does break my like brain that I used to wait outside. We didn't wear coats because we didn't want to set them down or check them. I used to wait outside in a teeny little outfit with uncomfortable shoes to go stand in a room f- close to people. Like, Yeah, and not for me. Not for me. Not for, I went to Oz a couple of times. Remember Oz in St. Paul? Yeah. I used to go over there once in a while. I that used was about it. I won't, like, I don't even shake hands that often with strangers. I used to rub my body against strangers. I know. Remember that? How crazy <laughs> is that? Like, we'll do two more and then we'll do the top 10 after we talk to Phil and Kent. Okay. So perfect. the next, we've got two more. Or three more. No, two more. Uh, plain black coffee, unless it's some high-end stuff. I, I don't drink black coffee. So See, I straight up coffee. black coffee. Same. It's really good. Yeah. Nothing okay. in it. Right. I just, yeah, I, and I, don't, I, I like the other stuff, too, but, yeah, I'm fine with black coffee. Uh, bubble baths, are they really as relaxing as people pretend they are? Well, what are they going to do, stress you out? It's a bubble bath, for Christ's sake. Mm. Yeah. I, I got I to gotta find a tub I fit in first. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for you. <laughs> yeah. You put like God. one inch of water in it. It's like then it's all. Oh. You have to have like top. hang your legs over the edge. Oh, it's I'm folded up. Yeah, like I don't think they sell Olympic sized uh, swimming <laughs> pools over at Home Depot. No, I don't think so. I think you're right about that. <laughs> Maybe you know how like uh, everybody's uh, protesting Sea Sea World. Maybe one of those waiting pools. Oh, yeah, the Shamu tank. Ooh, or a a stock tank or something. Shamu, baby. It's like, or their breeding tank. Would you mind taking a bath in a whale breeding tank? Um, No. That's a good answer. Or yes. There you go. No, because there's like all the. No. You don't want whale semen on you? Residuals, no. For Christ's sake, you kids. (laughs) Just checking. We got to take a break, don't we? We do. We do have to take a break. Be right back. We'll get back to that top 10 list of things that people pretend to like, but we'll be right back in a couple minutes. With Kent Herbeck and Phil Mackey right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. 
So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only nineteen ninety eight. Enter promo code Tom. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the my pillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in my pillows history. Go to mypillow.com. Use promo code Tom to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow. That's mypillow.com. Promo code. Tom. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, now joined by Phil Mackey from Score North. Of course, Kent Herbeck. He was, why is he famous again? I keep forgetting. What did, what did he do in life? Not sure. He's a mathematician. Is fisherman. That what it was? He's a famous He's a fisherman. fisherman. That's there's, what it was. There's still time for him to make his legacy. Yeah. Don't ever in front of Kent Herbeck. <laughs> I do. Phil, don't ever bring up in front of me and Kent Herbeck together Kent Herbeck fishing. Okay? Because I did the voiceover for his show. I believe now he owes me 151 beers. Oh. I've never collected on any of them. I'm deeply hurt. Sorry, they're all gone. they're all gone we don't have any more shut up tom so there you have it okay before we get started i do have to do this though because my neighborhood i talked about this a couple months ago and i said my neighbors i have like 20 neighbors that just wonderful people great people and they all want to get together on a friday night or a saturday night do some grill they want the ice cream truck to come tire car would bring that uh then jimmy francis's grill truck he wants to bring that so I need a solid date from you, Pills, about when oh. you can come to a cookout. Are any dates on the table? Are we talking like, could it be a, it, are, are we looking Friday, Saturdays? Are we looking at a Tuesday late morning? Like, what kind of, like, give us a range it depends of. Depends on how much you're going to drink. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my god! You're kind of Mackie's clearing not only his that day, the next couple days as well. <laughs> I need, yeah, get yeah the I have. Uh, yeah, my acid reflux is going to need a calendar check on the next day after this. Well, game. it's going to ha- obviously have to be after Labor Day now because we've got the state fair coming up and everybody's busier than hell and all the rest of it. So, but sometime right after Labor Day, if you guys could come, and I don't care if we do it on a Thursday night, a Friday night, a Saturday night, whatever. I just got to get everybody from this show and everybody from your shows. I want to call. I'm, I'm even going to call Joe, see if he wants to come by. Wow. But I need Getting, a, getting Joe Sutre to go to a social gathering. Oh, good luck to me. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I love Joe, though. He's a great guy. But Kent, I guess you uh, being the yeah, king of a, all sports. I've got, a, I've got a couple dates in September, but uh, yeah, uh, a little busy, but... Uh, no, September Thursday nights look better for me than Friday. Well, then why don't we do it on a Thursday night? Tell you what, we'll leave Kent Herbeck in charge of picking the night. No. Oh, yes, because you'll fail miserably if you're not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. I've been doing that for 62 years already. It's been magnificent, there's no question. But, yes, Kent, think about it. You can talk to... Uh, you know, Phil and Judd, and, and I'll talk to the people over here. We'll get everybody together. The neighbors will love it. But, yeah, Thursday night will work. That's not a problem. So just figure one out. Did you and say ice me. cream truck, by the way? There's an ice cream truck. Tyre Carver, his family has an ice cream truck. They're coming. The grill truck, Jimmy Francis, who's the mayor of South St. Paul, he's going to bring his grill truck over. And there's no charge for anybody. Everything's going to be comped. Not a problem. Well, Catherine, I'll take oh. care of it. Okay. We'll if you want to play there. a fun game with the ice cream truck, uh, so I used to, I don't know, I used to like drink milk and eat, and eat ice cream as a kid, even as a teenager. Sure. Ice cream, like dairy-based ice cream, we can play a fun game called have Phil eat a full cup of ice cream and then see if he can find a bathroom within 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
got some problems with a little too much. Uh, cream. It'll be great. We actually had we had a I won't name the the client because they're incredible, but we we had like a a lunch sometime this summer with uh, with a client that's now on board at Score North, and they're wonderful. And uh, at the end of our like, you know, here try the burgers, try everything, right? And and here is a a massive. Dairy-based milkshake. You got to try these. And I'm like, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. But it's about 30 right. minutes back home. So I, I ate like a quarter of it. <laughs> I got halfway up 35W. Oh, no, and I'm, no. just, I'm just like in a panic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so we can play news. that game on a Thursday night in uh, Tom's cul-de-sac. It'll be great. Yeah, we yep. can have bets going. I love that. We'll just, we'll just put a biffy out there for you, Phil. <laughs> That'll you be go. good. There's a few <laughs> toilets around that uh, cul-de-sac, by the way. It'll, it'll work out just fine. But, good. yeah, I want to see if, like, I don't even reach out to Timmy Laudner, see if he wants to come, you know, Roy Smalley. Get, get the old crew back together, man. Yeah, well, yeah, well that's going to be tough on the evening, too, if Timmy or Roy's not working. Uh, but we, we have issues with getting people together you're not going to get everybody there of course no since you have an ice cream truck i will be there because you haven't seen me eat ice cream before <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tire carver you're i know you're listening so get ready with the ice cream buster <laughs> that's all i have to say now we got to get that on the docket before it gets too damn cold out but thursday night will work just fine we can get you guys can come thursday night can't you i would assume yeah I wasn't talking to you. I know you're you weren't. Out. You're out I knew as soon as I said it, I was available, <laughs> it was going to get canceled. I was like, am I invited to this saying, one? If you can give me a couple of weeks' notice, that would be great. So we'll do it as close to after Labor Day as we can. What do you think? Love it. Oh. Uh, we need to avoid uh, the, the Thursday, the 14th. That is a Vikings-Eagles game in which uh, this guy here will be uh, a therapist for sad Vikings fans. On, How about Thursday on, uh, the 7th? Daily, so. What do you think of Thursday the 7th, right after Labor Day? Are you going out of town? I like that date. That date looks better for me than any of them. I so think far. I'm coming back on the 6th, I think. Okay, okay Thursday yeah, the I'm, 7th I'm, is, uh, so you know how, Tom, you did the the Hubbard boat crew. You guys you guys are on the Mimi like this week, weren't you? Good. God, everybody in the world knows that. <laughs> so score north, score north is on the Mimi on Thursday the 7th, departing at like 4 o'clock. Yeah, 4 so, o'clock, yeah. Yeah. Thursday, right. we'll, we'll, we'll get our people together feelings. with your people. We'll find a Thursday, and we'll make it But if you go to the next Thursday, then it's 14th. The 21st of February, you're rolling the dice whether it's going to be nice enough to be, even be outside on There Thursday. might be a blizzard, yeah, late yeah, September. Exactly. You know. it's, <laughs> no. There's a possibility. Gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. The ice cream truck might not be needed if that happens. Okay, well, how about moving it to a Wednesday night? Can you do a Wednesday night, Ken? What about 2024? 2024. Let's get it done then. Oh, yeah, I don't know. They might induce me then. I'm just kidding. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I thought you meant like the Rosemary Kennedy type of inducement. There you go. Just zap her brain. <laughs> Why not? not? All right, we, I suppose we're, I've avoided talking about my twins long enough. How you take a 4 nothing lead and then lose 8-4, to four, I will never understand, and I'm never going to get over it. Okay, so the Twins are four and a half games in front in first place. <laughs> I would have loved to have been the four and a half games in front in first place. I know. The year. You're mean Let's to try me. Try to be positive, Tom. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think we should go around the room, and everyone should say something positive about the Twins. And then we can get back to t- Tom. You can listen to all of us. I'll start. Royce Lewis is back. Yes. He had three hits the other day. And in his first 40 Major League games, he's batting three thirty. There you Perfect. go. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, who There's else? One guy. one guy does not make a team. That's right. All right, Kent, you say uh, something positive. No, he wants to go last. Oh. Who, me? No, yeah. I don't have to be last. No, you don't. Okay, you can go then. You're up. Oh, 
I'm up. Well, you do it. <laughs> oh, God. You're such a child. <laughs> um, hey, like I said, uh, I played 14 years of the, this game. You did? Uh, we call baseball, yeah. Uh, you play I baseball, did. too? Really? Oh, that's I crazy. Did. I did for a little while. Yeah, you guys are probably too, uh, too young to, to remember. Too drunk uh, to Because everybody's grandma loves me every time I see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. Sorry. That's true. Um, but it, uh, you know, the 14 years I played, I think, I bet you there was maybe three years that I played that we were actually four and a half games up going into September. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's be happy with that. Um, we're, you know, hopefully getting Byron Buxton back. If he can get back on the on the train here and, and do things well. And like, uh, Who's Mr. got a bird uh, on their shoulder? Yeah, well, we got guys get called up or doing well. Uh, the pitching staff has struggled a little bit in the bullpen, but they, you know, it might be one of those times where they're going to struggle a little bit. So what? They have a bad day, and everybody just wants to get rid of them uh, just because somebody. Because Tom, I know you never had a bad day at the office. Never. I love everyone. You know that. <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> we can't. We can't sit and. And why do you dwell on the bad things? Like you said, let's say something positive. These guys are, true. are are hanging in there, and uh, yep. I like it. I like I like the fact that they're, you know what they they make us happy for three days, and then they want to in the next three days they want to kick everybody's butt because they you know they, they make you upset. But uh, I think uh, let's be man, we're excited. I'm excited. The guys are doing well. They're in first place, and and uh, you know hopefully we're looking at playoff baseball come October here. All right. Okay. I like it. Good positive. Okay, now i got to do a spiel here. Good job. job. Minnesota legend Ken Herbeck Sports is brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. I drink it every day. Take that home with you. You Tom is so antsy to rip the twins with his negativity. He forgot about the sponsor read. I did. You're absolutely right. I wanted to get at... How pissed off I was <laughs> when they're up four to nothing. I tune in and they lose eight to four. What the hell? Been there, done that. So I know it's true. Okay, who else? We got somebody else. Um, Target Field, great food, great music, great environment. Best bar in the Twin Cities, Target Field. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did Herbex? Wait, no, wait a minute. You just say nothing about the team. Oh, that's not my job, Kent. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just trying to get yep. full coverage of the whole, get a big spectrum. Brittany's the sports lifestyle consultant on the show here. <laughs> yeah, there you that go. Is Everything nice around the game. Experience. Oh, Mackie, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I appreciate well, it. Well, now he's Mackie all of a sudden. Now your buddy. Mackie wrote on his little. It does say Mackie. Yeah. It right. does say, it you does say Mackie. There's, there's four ballparks you can go to right now, okay? Mm-hmm. But are great ballparks. They're great bars. They're great entertainment. And there's only four four teams in this whole country. I'm sorry. I'm going to say eight teams in this whole country where their team is in first place. We've got one of those. Wow. That's true. Oh, that. No, you're right. Yeah, you're that's absolutely great. right. A hundred percent. That's my positive better. note again. There you go. It's all he ever does. It's very, very positive. There's not no question. Positive. Oh, right. and Rocco has a really cute little girl that was handing him baseballs during oh, his press conference. So I was good. a big fan of that as well. So yeah, yeah. If the team gets shellacked ten to one, at least you've got Rocco's daughter over there being. Cute <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> 
Help me That's out. That's a nice time. Phil, there you are being negative. <laughs> no! Yeah, Phil. Way to go, Phil. Yeah, you, to go. you don't get to be Mackie anymore. You're negative, Phil. Negative Mackie. I no, thought that was totally Mackie. positive. I don't know. It is. It's a silver lining. Exactly. You know? It's a silver lining. Yeah. Okay, we okay, got Dave, Dave. Dave. Oh, good Lord. Hockey season's almost ready to start. How's that for wow. positivity? Wow. That's negative. Wow. Oh, I'm, Phil a, I'm a wow. hockey fan. I don't know. Hockey season. Yeah. What's wrong with that, Kent? Oh, I love hockey. Okay. But what, why, why wouldn't you jump on, hey, when the when the Wild's doing well, when the Vikings are doing well, when the Loons are doing well, I'm jumping on the wagon and cheering our team on. I'm from Minnesota. Well, I'm I'm not from Minnesota. I just live here. Okay. Oh, so you get to selectively choose the teams you emotionally invest in. That's what's Pretty happening. Much, yeah. a lot of, some of us were born into this lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I was, and I decided to get out. Yeah, we got I out. Rudy and I are in the same page yeah, here, man. I got out. The minute Dan Gladden was a jerk to me when I was nine, I held a grudge, and I'm Ooh. not going back ever. Wow. So, Wait, I don't think I've heard this story. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I became a Brewers fan. Is because Wait, Dan, Dan Gladden, Gladden made you a Brewers fan? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we were, we were st- I think, I'm trying to remember the place, because we lived in St. Cloud at the time, and it was somewhere in between Minneapolis and St. Cloud, he was like doing a signing or something, and I had seen him kind of standing next to a doorway, and I walked up, I, you know, obviously I probably should have waited in line, but I was nine or whatever, and I, I walked up and I was like, Mr. Gladden, can you sign this? And he goes, you gotta wait in line, and I was like, are you, <laughs> I was like, are you, are you sh- I'm right here, he's like, kid, you gotta wait in line, and he kind of turned around, and I was like, you know what, piss on this, I'm done. <laughs> And I did not have a baseball team until I went to opening day at Miller Park in like 2003 was my first game. And I just saw people out in the parking lot. There was concerts and they were drinking beers and playing, you know, cornhole. I thought, all right, I'm a Brewers fan. That's how it all started. That's a I love Gladden. Part of the charm of Dan Gladden is that he'll just tell, whether you're a 40-year-old or a 9-year-old, he'll just tell you to go bleep yourself. That's great. <laughs> that would be Dan Gladden. I love him. At least he's consistent. Yeah. As Mr. Herbeck could tell you. There's, there's, that's. That's a prime example of somebody wanting an autograph. I mean, I've pissed off a lot of people. Sure. Oh, yeah. Autograph. Yeah. Maybe I'm having dinner or I'm with friends and we're talking and they come barging in and want to, you know, they ask politely, but they're still interrupting a conversation I've been having. Or if I'm at a signing, um, why don't you wait in line like all the other kids are waiting in line? Don't be a dink. Like you were. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree, Ken. Like sounds you. like, yeah. sounds like, sounds like you're the dink. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We don't, need, we don't need you as a Twins yeah. fan. Rudy, today is just like you're attack out. little kid Rudy. Remember that, that yeah. drunk kid uh, making fun of you? Yeah. However, I was also 27 when Chris Walsh from the Minnesota Vikings walked past me, and I went, hey, Chris, can I get a picture? And he went, no. And he kept walking. <laughs> So now I'm. Uh, so well, I, he had to get back to the jailhouse. I, I'm so done with all of it. So well, yeah, but you know what? It's, it's one thing. Mirror. Maybe looking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's me. The common denominator here is definitely me. It is, but, there, but there's a distinction. If you're if you're Dan Gladden and you stepped on home plate as the game-winning run for a World Series, right? Jumped you can tell it, people yeah. to buzz yeah. off. Yeah. If you're yeah. a special teams tackler guy on yeah. the Vikings in the 90s, maybe, you know, maybe be nice to people. Yeah, there's a famous video going around right now of longtime WWE great John Cena, who's the nicest person, does all the make-a-wishes, mm-hmm. does everything, and he's sitting at like a Buffalo Wild Wings, and this guy comes up with his phone, and he's like, you can't see me, you can't see me, and he turns and he looks, he's like, dude, Get out of here. I'm trying to enjoy myself. And I was like, good on you, John Cena, for telling that guy to go pound sand. I don't blame you. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good example of 
why Dan didn't sign your autograph when he didn't stand in line. <laughs> I agree. I think you we're on the same page the here. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. Okay. Exactly. Make progress. Yeah. We have bad days. Absolutely. Everybody oh, God, does. you guys got to hit the road, don't you? Phil, you got to go, don't you? Oh. Can I throw a cheap plug out too? No, nope, you're out of the mix. Oh yeah, like, how's your benefit going? So, so on Monday we asked the audience, uh, uh, the Score North audience, and you let me you know, shamelessly plug this on your show too, to help us raise ten thousand dollars this week for the Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. They've come through. We're up to fourteen thousand dollars raised. Wonderful. So everything's bonus right now. We still have ten executive suite balcony wow. tickets to hang out with uh, Judd and I, losers. And watch the the Shohei Otani Angels play the Twins. There's there's ten available at scornerth.com slash bid, and all the money goes to uh, Courage Kenny Rehab Institute. So, wow, thank great you. job! That's, That's a wonderful That's thing. Good. There's a positive thing. They're even doing it at the Twins ballpark at Target Field. That's another positive. <laughs> I didn't hear. I haven't heard Tom's positive stuff yet. Or is he still thinking? I do have something positive to say. Jeez. All right, folks, stop your cars, pull over. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Pain in the ass, Kent Herbeck Sports on the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, just knowing you was enough for me, Kent. Nothing better ever happened to me in the world, including meeting Catherine. Meeting you was what closed the door on a magnificent life for me. It was, it was fantastic. Wow. It's emotional. Well, no, we, we said... We said we want to hear something positive. We didn't want to hear bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, never mind. No, I, as a matter of fact, we talk about this every day, whether it's being on the Mimi. You were just talking about being on that, Phil. I told my, my wife, our son and our daughter, I dreamt of doing something like this when I was a little boy, that when I grew up Sunday, I would like to take my family out on a really nice boat. No, I didn't know it was going to be as nice as the Mimi. Don't get me wrong. But I said, this to me tonight, having Andy and Alex and Catherine on the boat, along with Melissa was with us, was a dream come true for me. And that's the way I looked at life. Everybody can go, oh, I'm a victim. I'm, a di-. No, I'm not a victim. No, 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 I'm not a victim. I have a wonderful life, and I'm grateful for it every day. Yeah. True story. Right. But, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then you asked Dan Gladden if he wanted to join the Mimi party, and he told you to go bleep yourself. That's right. Dan mm-hmm. has never been pleasant to me. There's one thing I miss <laughs> about the convention grill. I have not been able to walk in a convention grill in three years now and have Dad, Dan Gladden give me a dirty look. Well, did you wait in line? <laughs> yeah, to get in? Yeah. I wait yeah, in line to get in? Yeah. yeah, he's never liked me. I don't know. what to he's, he's one of those guys. You get the Bernanskis and the Gladdens of the world together. And, you know, next time you guys have a gathering, I want to come and just, hey, how you guys doing? How's everything going? What do you think? Yeah. Well, we'll check our calendars. We'll get with our uh, administrative assistants here, and we'll uh, we'll find a, a Thursday sometime in September. We have to get or Wednesday or sure whatever. We got to get it on the docket though, because this started, I think, I believe, in April. We started talking about this, so it's been a while. All right, boys. I know you got to go. Ken Herbeck Sports and Tom Bernard Morning Show is presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Start your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. Find a store near you at killebrewrootbeer.com. Phil, thank you. Great job uh, helping people out. And Kent, always a great pleasure, sir. There's mm-hmm. no question. All right, we're gonna be at the ballpark this weekend. Gonna be a little warm, but should be uh, should be exciting. Like I said, looking forward right. to it, fellas. Thank you. All right, All right. take care. 
Uh, a couple of great guys. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't tell him this over the phone because I didn't want to make it weird on him. But sure. the first time, probably about five years ago, I ran into Ken Herbeck at a Menards. Mm-hmm. And it was like 11 a.m. And he had a cart, like one of the big giant gray push carts. Yeah. He had it filled with like bird seed and mulch and all this stuff. And it was kind of right around that spring getting into summer. And I could tell he was super busy. But I turned the corner. I had never seen Ken Herbeck before. So when I turned the corner and we locked eyes, He's there. I yeah. gave that look of like, Oh my God, it's Ken Herbeck. Yeah. And I didn't want to say anything to make it weird because I could tell he was busy and he walked by and as he walked by, he kind of like gave me like a, you know, a nod, like a tip of the cap and went, how you doing? I said, good. And he said, great. And he kept walking. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that I acknowledged you. Yeah. And I didn't want to make it weird. That's but a you class were, act. It's a very classy move, yes. Yeah, but you told me you thought it was Harmon Killebrew. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was yeah, oh, I would know Harmon Killebrew. Oh, you would know Harmon. Another great joy in my life yeah, yeah. is I got to sit at KQRS, sit down with Harmon Killebrew about 10 times. I thought that that boy was one of the greatest baseball players I've ever seen. Sure. Good man, for sure. Have they still got that seat hanging from the roof of the Mall of America oh, yeah. where he hit that long home run? And it's up there. It's still up there? Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And they still got the uh, they still got the home plate when you walk through. What is it called? It's Nickelodeon Universe. They still got home plate down on the floor. Oh, they do? The floor. Yeah, it's cool. See, that's wonderful. Because mm-hmm. I had so many great memories, football, baseball in that park. Yeah. Going to see the, the kicks, soccer team played on that, that field. Sure. I mean, they... So many, many wonderful times at that ballpark. But, oh, by the way, I've still been watching uh, that, that TV series, Mall Cops, about the Mall of America. You were invested. I'm telling you, it's so great because every episode, what are you pigs picking on me for? I was just having fun at the Mall of America. They're so drunk they can barely, they're like... If you were to tell me, if you were to tell me a year ago that you were going to rewatch old reality TV, I would not believe you. Like, I just that's think it's mu- hilarious. I would rewatch old reality TV all the time, so it like blows my mind that you. I, I love that for you. There was a guy on a bike. He's a Mall of America cop. Yeah. And there was a man from China who could not speak English and could not find his car. This guy rode his bike around and checked out 20,000 cars oh to find his car. God. So that's the kind of thing I loved. I love that. He found his car because the guy thought, I don't even know what kind of car it was, but let's just say yeah. he was asked, uh, and I don't know, he didn't respond. It was a blue Ford, but let's just say yeah. he said it was a blue Ford. Well, it turned out to be like a yellow, you know, Chevy. Oh, it was no. totally different than what he told the cop it was. Listen. But he finally pulled out his registration uh, for the for the uh, you know buying for renting the vehicle. Yeah. So the cop went, "This is not what I was looking for at all." Let me do a round two. Oh, that's that's dedication. It was great. It was a very very nice episode. We do have to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Tommy B for our buddies at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make it memories camping wherever you want, no motors but pulled trailer vehicles, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and the brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personal employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say they will do every time because their name is on the building. 
And with a huge selection and RV service pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker. I mean customers, of course, that come in their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers, Michael Bryant. Seeking justice for the injured, contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, bringing you more of the show, including Timmy. It's Timmy, baby. It's, it's Timmy, baby. How you doing, hey, Timmy, baby? baby? How you doing, baby? Never better. What are you up to? Uh, not a lot. I'm just uh, greeting Officer Dave, Brittany, and Rudy as well. Good morning, Tom. Uh, I don't Ooh, know, Ooh, Dougie Sprinthal, and he walks in wearing a KS95 t-shirt. Jesus, pal, I mean, Sprintball is there too. Yeah, awesome. Sprint Sprint just showed up. Have you been any? Did you take the uh, lonely weekend last weekend and go to any movies? Because I said you said you're going to be alone. I was indeed. I did not go to any movies, but I watched a couple at home. Um, there's one everybody's telling me to watch. The uh, like ten people now have told me time you got to watch the Pope's Exorcist. I said, "Is not oh. an exorcism movie?" Yeah, that's, they said, "No, that's, but it's good." Uh, um, you know, I have not seen that, but that is Russell Crowe. So I oh, will yeah, have. yeah, right. And we'll compare notes. But uh, I need to know if you're caught up on Special Ops Lioness. I love that show. That show is really good, man. Did you see? What, what are you all caught up on episode four? Yes, I am, sir. The way they dealt with that sexual predator. It's just. 
I love that show. Tough, it's tough like women, man. FNA. <laughs> God, I love exactly. seeing stuff like that. Scumbags getting exactly what's coming. To Paying them. the price. That's all I'm oh, saying. He paid the price big time, man. Oh, man. It's a great show. It's a great show. And uh, I think that there's 10 episodes. Most Taylor Sheridan. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. Those are 10 episodes. The guy that hasn't shown up yet, though, is Morgan Freeman. Right. You know, he's advertised as one of the cast, so hopefully he will show up soon. But you got Nicole Kidman, Zoe Saldana, and uh, Leila D'Olivier. Oh, really good. Uh, oh, my God. What a great show. So that's on streaming, of course, in theaters, in the theater this week. The movie that may finally beat Barbie at the box office, Blue Beetle. Now, what's oh. Blue Beetle? What is that? You, won't you like know it. what? It's really, no. really crazy. It's it a animated? DC comic book. No, no, it's a comic book character. Ish. It's a superhero movie. But the interesting thing about this character is he's been around since 1939. I mean, most Never people think, well, the Marvel and DC stable of characters, maybe they have 10 or 20 because it's the same characters over and over again. Right. I mean, you got this character, God knows you know how long it, yeah again it appeared in the comic books in 39 um but you know it's been in cartoons and different things like that but finally uh somebody had the ingenuity to say hey how about we give audiences a fresh comic book character and they do with this and what i really like about it tom it's this is the third iteration of this character jaime reyes uh played by cobra kai star Zolo Marian Duena, I believe yeah, you pronounce yep. his name. He's Miguel Diaz in the show, and he's really terrific on that show. So it's really great to see that he's going to have a career beyond the show because once they get that back on the air, that'll be the sixth and final season of that series. So, yeah, it's, it's really, I, I have to say, even though it has all the superhero conventions, I mean, superhero fatigue is definitely real. Uh, you know, this movie feels like a cross between Spider-Man and Iron Man and Venom, yet the approach does still feel fresh, which I, I like. So setup is familiar to Spider-Man. You got this college graduate uh, played by Zolo, uh, Jaime Reyes. He uh, gets home for, after graduating from college. He finds out that his family's home is about to be lost. They can't afford it anymore. Uh, his father is suffering from health problems. So he says, you know what? I'm going to get a job. I'm going to take care of everything. Well, he starts going to work for this uh, contractor. Uh, the the head contractor, the, the, the CEO, this megalomaniac, Victoria Cord, played by, I don't know how you feel about her politically, but damn, Susan Sarandon is always great. She is. No, I agree. Yes. I agree with you 100%. And the fact that you make the bad guy in this movie, Susan Sarandon, she doesn't look it at all. She's 77 years old. I thought that's that's some inspired casting there because she is so terrific. Um, so she uh, is on the verge of uh, releasing this suit of armor that will go to defense contractors and stuff. But um, somebody that sits on the board, her the, the daughter of her late brother, objects is she says you know this is not the way the company should go so she tries to get rid of the main component of this this uh, outfit which is this blue scarab somehow it ends up in the hands of jaime 
Uh, it fuses itself to him, giving him the powers of the Blue Beetle, which means he gets a suit of armor, he can fly, he's got all these cool gadgets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so it's really, the movie is an origin movie, obviously. It's about him dealing with, he's a fish out of water. It's like, what the hell's going on with my life and, and, and my physical being here? All these weird powers and stuff. So it's really funny. Um, I, I, I like the cast. I mean, not too many names in this, apart from Susan Sarandon and Zolo. And you have George Lopez. And I don't know how you feel about him personally, Damn, he is really good in this movie, and he's really funny as uh, Jaime's uncle in this this movie. So I I really was taken aback by it. Third act, same crash, boom, bang that we get in all superhero movies. But it feels fresh enough. I'm giving it a seven point five out of ten. Why do people need superheroes so much right now? I I don't know, but you know what? If this one doesn't come through at the box office, they're gonna have to start dialing it back. I would think so, yes. You know, because way too many. You know, trying to think how many a year between the two studios might be approaching at least a half dozen, and that's not including anything that you're seeing on streaming. Right. Yeah, it is just way, way, way too much. The thing that this movie has going for it is the fact that it's a new character, it's a fresh character. Uh, yes, it has all those familiar tropes that you know that, that happen in superhero movies, but I think if you dare see it, Tommy, the theme of family is a big element. Oh, that's that's huge for me. <laughs> the importance of family. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of heart with this movie to the point. And yes, I'm weak in this area. But, you know, just a couple little tears welled up in the eyes, you know, when the family <laughs> thing at the end. So, yes. I mean, you know, I'm a big family dude myself. So, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. So I was surprised. I mean, the great part about this is you think superhero movie, I'm not going in with any expectations. And the best thing that could possibly happen is that you get surprised because it's new and it's fresh in, in some elements, mm-hmm. not all, some. Makes total sense. Hey, look, I got to start getting out to the movie theaters again. I, I miss going to them so much, but there's just nothing to go see at the theaters anymore. Yeah, you know, and it's sad because I think good movies like The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which I reviewed last week, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Sandy and I talked about this on our new podcast, Tim and Bob's Excellent Movie Adventures. Uh, had to get that plugged in, sorry. Sure. Um, but it's like the biggest problem with a movie like that is, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Well, unless you read Dracula by Bram Stoker. Right, right. A Demeter, what the hell is that? You don't have Dracula in the title. I mean, you're just shooting yourself in the foot trying to get a movie like that marketed and sold. And that movie was a huge bomb last weekend. So I guess what I'm saying is there are good movies out there. Mm -hmm. It's that there's this public... This misperception that if a movie doesn't make a lot of money, it's deemed a quote unquote bomb. Bomb doesn't necessarily equate to a bad movie. It what it equates to is bad box office. And why the hell should any of us care about how much money these studios make? I want to go to the damn movies and just be entertained. And if it entertains me, the best I can do is tell you about the film and hopefully get you to see it. And and that's all I can do. But People should not pay attention to box office numbers. No, I agree. It's yeah. just a big misconception. So, Tim, I have a question for you. Well, yes, Mike's not on. Yeah. Doug, hang, hang on one second. I just wanted to make sure Doug was set with his mic before I turned him on. So, okay, right, now we're good. Go ahead, bud. 
I have a question for you, Tim. This yeah. was a very famous movie, and I found it completely unwatchable. What's wrong with me? Everything, everywhere, all at once. We try. I made it through <laughs> 25 minutes. I'm like, this is, I hate this. Yeah, it's an artsy-fartsy movie to the nth degree, man. And, you know, the whole thing is something like that. The And I say this every single year. The Academy Awards, they become all about the artists when it comes to handing right. out the awards so they can look all sophisticated and well, stuff I, like yeah, that. Well, I kind of like quirky movies. I'm a huge Charlie Kaufman yeah. fan, and I don't think he's ever made a dime. But this was but, just you like, know, You're talking about a movie that was totally overhyped and oversold. Okay, it, then I'm glad I'm not the only one. Thank you. You made me feel better going. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I liked it. Okay, I like Kihi Kwan, who is short round in Indiana Jones. I love people like him and Michelle Yeoh. I love seeing actors like that getting their just due. Okay, I I do admire that. It's just that it came in a very very strange movie. I mean, you got to admit, sometimes you just got to be honest with your audiences. I could pretend to be a snooty critic and say, oh, yes, that was high art. It was the best thing I saw all year. No, no, it was not. Top Gun Maverick was the best movie last year. Okay, so it's kind of like the same thing with Oppenheimer. I mean, yeah, I mean, critics are falling all over themselves about it, pretending that they're smart watching this and writing like they're smart, but in truth, That's negative, they're just as confused as everybody yeah. else is, but they don't want to admit they're dumbasses. Yeah. I'm a dumbass. I didn't get it completely, but that's okay. I mean, what I got from Oppenheimer was, you know what? This is a fascinating story. It's very complex in the way it's told. But what it does do is it makes me want to go back and look into the history books and see yes. how the whole thing came yep. together. That is fascinating to me, and I think that is what a director like Christopher Nolan is going for. He doesn't. He told me this personally when I interviewed him for Interstellar. I said, Chris, I do not get this movie altogether. And he says, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to know how the bomb is made. You're supposed to know how James Bond gets there in time to defuse it. You're supposed to be entertained. So... Yeah, it's it's uh it's those artsy fartsy movies, man. They they really do take hold and again, people think they're the greatest thing in the world because critics are falling all over themselves over it, but in fact, how much less did it make than Top Gun Maverick, the best movie of 2022? A hell of a lot more money and uh you know, and again, it shouldn't be about money, but I think that one was a mandate that audiences love that that freaking movie and and everything all everywhere all at once. Yeah. I, once out. is enough. Once is enough. Yeah. All right, Timmy. Timmy Lammer, sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers, Michael Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. So that's everything for this week, Timmy. It is a non superhero movie, Heart of Stone. And I say non superhero because Gal Gadot stars in it. Sounds like she's starting to settle into the action adventure genre. Basically, it's Mission Impossible yeah. and uh, Citadel. I almost said Citadel. Citadel. On Amazon I worked for Citadel once just before I left. <laughs> Same here. Come and that's just nothing about the series. Citadel is a great series, but it just kind of feels like all of those sorts of things. So if you want something on streaming, it's entertaining enough, but again, kind of a cookie cutter sort of plot. Sounds good, Pally. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, all Tim. right. Have a great weekend, everybody. That's yeah. going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you.